Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. That's it. Another week has gone by. Uh, I hope you guys had a successful week, uh, an exciting week. And as always, we have an exciting show for you guys today. I want to thank our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs for making this show possible. And I want to say thank you again for tuning in. Let's jump on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, we're going to recap last night's uh, NFL game between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Bounce back game for Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and the boys over there. Um, they defeated the Cardinals 28-21. to Tight game, close game, playoff type game. And, you know, in, in these types of games, it gets heated. Uh, it's competitive. It's a statement game. I think, you know, Cardinals trying to avenge the, their loss from earlier in the season. But, you know, you got to be able to keep your cool. I think the stats were pretty similar. Matter of fact, Kyler Murray had more passing yards than Russell Wilson. Uh, but that penalty, which gave the Seahawks the first down, ultimately leading to a touchdown, uh, could have been a difference in the game. You know, you see, the NFL football, it, it's... Uh, it's an interesting sport, interesting game, because it's a game of, of momentum, right? It's a game of inches, as they say. But, you know, you don't want to give teams more of an opportunity. You, you know, you want to make them earn every single yard. Coaches talk about it all the time. Penalties and turnovers. I think I mentioned that before, you know, in a few segments. Penalties and turnovers are the number one stats that lead to wins and losses. So I know, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're getting an earful in the Cardinals locker room um, today. I know they got an earful today because of that mistake. And against a team like Seattle, you can't give them anything. Um, but look, I was excited to see them uh, get back on track. DK Metcalf is a beast. And i um, not sure if you guys saw his story, but unbelievable story I love stories like that how he went from uh, almost not being able to play football ever again with his neck injury and then get into the combine draft and now he's doing what what he's doing one of the biggest playmakers in the NFL so shout out to DK man keep doing your thing and guys that's it for the NFL make sure to check out Ferd Lewis's story on you know the UH athletic department uh, Finding a way to save $400,000. You know, they're trying to cut their losses uh, during this time. It was projected to be at $9.3 million. Now they are at an $8.9 million loss, which is still a big loss because of this pandemic. Um, it's hard to hear. Being an alum, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, to see, you know, the athletic department struggle like this. But, you know, there could be... More bad news ahead. Depends, right? See what the spring looks like. If the pandemic continues to roll through uh, 2021 and into the summer, more sports being taken away. That means less jobs. Uh, Don't even want to go down that road. So I'm going to stay on the positive track. I'm going to be thankful that we found a way to, you know, save $400,000. And I believe we're going to be on track. In the spring, 2021 is going to be a lot brighter for everyone 
And speaking of brightness, don't forget to tune in tomorrow as our Rainbow Warriors take on Boise State. Make sure you guys check them out. Support. We need to get back on track. And, uh, you know, we haven't had a good track record as of late against Boise State, but let's go. It's our time. Let's change it. Let's go, Bose. All right. Look, today we've got a very, very special guest joining the CO2 Rundown. I got a chance to catch up with my brother-in-law, uh, Paulo. He owns h &L Tattoo. I got a chance to sit down with him and interview him and, and talk about the journey, his story, in which I've been there from the very beginning uh, up until this point where he's finally been able to you know, fulfill his dream of owning his own tattoo shop. Let's check it out. guys uh, welcome to the co2 rundown uh, very fortunate today I'm sitting with my brother right here Paulo Manabe I call him Oos because that's my brother um, tattoo artist here we're at HL tattoo and Paulo is the owner of this tattoo shop and Oos thanks again so much for being part of the co2 rundown let's jump on into this thing man um, let's talk about HL tattoo I know the, I know your whole story right been my brother for frick feels about 20 years how old is this 20, 20 23 23 years um you know and this tattoo journey of yours has been since then um let's just start here h and tattoo tell us what this is <laughs> i don't know i was on tattoo shop <laughs> Uh, just a dream of mine that I had for many years, you know, to have my own tattoo shop. Um, not to get rich, you know, just just to have something of my own before I leave this earth. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we talked about it since day one. Yeah. You know, I think we're, my first tattoo, and again, Paul has done every single one of my tattoos except my Mighty Mouse tattoo. Um, which has been completely overshadowed by this man's work, which is amazing. You guys can check him out. Um, what is your Instagram? Most? Like that's your main um, source of it's Paulo underscore H and L tattoo. Paulo underscore H and L tattoo. You know, back in shoot, I was what in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I was in high school, uh -huh. and you started out in your house. Correct. What? So what prompted you to? you know, become a tattoo artist? Was it for a hobby? Was it a, it was a career right away? What, what was the motivation? Well, in the beginning, it was just to make extra money. You know, I, I wasn't serious about tattooing at all. It was just to make extra money because I was having a family and I just needed something, looking for something more stable, you know. But actually tattooing got a hold of me and 
never let me go. You know, I just fell in love with doing what I do, and I left everything else behind. H and L tattoo going on two, two years. years. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it at Uso. One day I want to own my own shop. You know, that's one. And mm -hmm. man, I think you can answer this better, and you can add to this. I know there's a lot of adversity along the way. I know a lot of people probably try to go on the same path in the tattoo world, but they quit because, you know, the hard stuff. I mean, maybe talk about that. How hard was it getting to this point? Very hard. Um, I think the biggest obstacle was myself. You know, having, just having faith in myself and wanting to take that leap. It's always scary opening your own business, you know, but... I just said, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it, you know. Um, that's, that was probably the biggest obstacle for me, was just give it, getting over that hump and deciding that I'm just I'm going to do it, you know. Of course, leaving Pacific Soul because they're like my family, you know. That, that was very hard for me as well. But it's just something that I had to do, you know. And even if it didn't work out, I knew that at least I tried, you know. But someone told me that I couldn't think that way. I had to tell myself that it has to work out. You know, there is no, if it doesn't work out, it has to because I have to take care of my family. Um, so once I got my, my mind set in that direction, it was, it was fast. You know, I woke up one day, I talked to Nohea and, you know, we talked about it and I just said, I'm going to do it. And she said, okay, but she's heard me say that many times before, but when I came home and I told her, ah, oh, you know, I let Steve know this is going to be my last day, she, she was in shock, like, you really did? Like, you actually, I said, we're going to do it, you know? I have to. I just felt this strong conviction inside me that I got to do it now. You know? Yeah, and I guess that fear, in, when you made a decision, turned immediately into excitement. Excitement, yeah. Very, 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 very excited, you know. I was very driven to want to get this shop up and running. Um, it, my, my vision changed, though. You know, I really wanted to have a shop that was, like, busy and, you know, lots of clients coming in the doors. But I don't think that that's what, that's, I don't think that that is what was meant for me, you know. Did you have a vision of like having the shop and hiring a couple yeah, of artists? Yeah, I, 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 that was my vision, having on, you know, a couple of other artists in here, and um, and I'm still open to it, but I like the way it is, you know, appointment based. You can, you know, you you tend to build a better relationship with your client instead of it just being, you know, just in and out kind of thing. Uh, it's because it's it's. It's almost becomes like their home as well because there's no one else here. Mm -hmm. It's just you and you build that relationship. And, and that's basically what I wanted the feel to be. When you walk in the doors, you feel like you're in your living room. You know, you feel at, at ease, you know. I know there's stigmas where you walk into tattoo shops and people's like, they're listening to loud music, going crazy, which is cool. That's the whole yep. ambiance of vibe. tattooing, you know. Vibe, yeah. And I love that as well. But for me, it's just... I I rather just chill. I stay in my own corner and I just 
keep to myself and just tattoo, you know, because that's that's what I love doing. I, I love tattooing. Yeah, and you know, you talked about busy. You're booked until when? Uh, right now I'm taking appointments uh, in January. So look, if you're trying to get tattooed from the man himself, you got to book now because he's booked into January. So get at him, uh, Paulo underscore HNL Tattoo. Yeah. We're going to shift gears a little bit. I know we've shared many of long late nights together, um, shared, you know, we cried together. We did a lot of things that were very, you know, just for us to, to know. And I, I take that very, you know, it's, I hold that in my heart. You know, I love you for that. Thank you for that. Um, but I'm going to ask you, what, what was your favorite, I guess, CO2 sports memory? Like, if you could share one thing with, with, with the, the viewers, like, what, mm. I guess, football-wise, like, what, what is it? Um, there's a couple, but I think my favorite was, I, I forget who you were playing, but I think it was maybe your first punt return or kick return touchdown, and everybody wasn't there. It was only me. Everybody had to... They, they were at some kind of family party, I believe. Because I remember being the only person sitting in the, in the seat. And when you came off to the sideline, you were throwing up and you couldn't breathe. <laughs> and I was heckling you and some dude behind me wanted to fight because he didn't know that I knew you and I kept heckling you. <laughs> But to me, that that was wait one was that in, in, at Hawaii? Yeah, that was Air Force, huh? I I, I the kick return. That was I, the yeah, first one. I I, and I do remember throwing up on the sideline after that. I, I remember oh, that I remember it vividly because I remember watching you and you know going crazy, and then watching you come off the field, seeing you throwing up, and I started heckling you, and some dude behind me was telling me to shut up. <laughs> I just kept I don't know. That and the game against BYU. I remember the game against BYU was very hot, but that game was... I've never been in a stadium like that before. You know, it, it was literally moving. That, to me, that was probably one of my favorite moments of um, you playing football. Yeah, because you got to experience it from the fans' perspective. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, I remember that, too. Probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite football moments as well. I do remember feeling that stadium rocking It, it was crazy. Side. I thought this stadium was oh, going to fall gosh. at any time. At any time. Another huge St. Louis Rams fan. L.A. LA Rams. Rams. Excuse me. We, we don't identify as St. Louis. <laughs> L.A. Rams. L.A. LA Rams. Yes. L.A. Rams. My bad. My bad. L.A. Rams. Mm -hmm. Why the Rams? I was forced into it, nah. But um, my dad, my dad, growing up, my dad watched football, and that was his team. Um, back in the seventies and the eighties, when I was growing up, and they were the LA Rams. They were the LA Rams, Rams first, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. But I think they just chose teams based on what we could watch on TV because it's a West Coast team. You know, we could watch the games. We'd still have to get up and watch it at seven a.m. Which is crazy, but you know. Then they moved, transitioned to St. Louis. I still followed them, and now that they're back in LA, you know. I I don't know. You. 
You've been, you've been to a game? A I went game. to one game. That was a game that they played here in Dallas uh, when they played preseason game. It wasn't really a game. It was kind of like a scrimmage, you know, but none of the starters played. I got to see Aaron Donald out of uniform, but that dude is huge. Um, Would you like to go? I mean, is that one of your goals? To go it was. To LA it now? was my goal until COVID hit. Oh. And... I wanted to be there this season when they opened the stadium. At least check out a game, you know. But I still want to go. You know, I'm not afraid, but it's just we can't travel. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got to go to all of these things just to travel. So I'm just like, yeah, we can wait on that. Yeah, one day, one day you'll be there. Yeah. All right, Luz, um, this is the time of the interview where, you know, it's called rapid fire with CO2 where I'm going to, you know, give you... Two options, and whatever comes to mind, you give one of the answers or one of the options. Fair enough? Let's right. do it. Let's see. All right, you ready? Here we go. LeBron or MJ? LeBron. Okay, the king. Tua or Marcus? And that's Tua Tongovailoa or Marcus Mariota, no, quarterbacks. Uh, hard to choose. I pick both. They're both local. You know, got to support local boys. Okay, okay. I'd say the same thing too. Surfing or bodyboarding? Um, bodyboarding. <clears throat> neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, I, yeah, bodyboarding. When I was younger, I, I I bodyboarded a little, but once I encountered some sharks, I <laughs> decided the water wasn't for me. <laughs> okay, safe. Yeah. Acai bowls or shaved ice? Shaved ice. Where? Favorite favorite shaved ice spot. I know where mine is. Um, I I couldn't tell you that. Shamal's a store. <laughs> I, I I don't know. <laughs> to to be honest with you, I cannot tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you just like shave ice. I just like I I just prefer shave ice over acai bowls. Malasadas or coco pus. Ooh, that's a tough one. It depends, you know. If the malasadas is fresh, I I, I take malasadas. Okay. But if it's not, I'd rather have coco pus. Lilia yeah. Bakery. And, okay, Liliha Bakery or Zippies? Liliha Bakery, hands down. Huh? I thought you was a Zippies guy. I know you like Zippies, but Liliha Bakery is... Yeah. Oh, I want to get some of that now. Locomocos or Pokeballs? Locomoco. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Pepsi or Coke? I used to drink Pepsi, but I got converted to Coke, so I would have to say Coke. Okay. Why, why Coke though? Why Coca-Cola? I thought Pepsi tastes better. Uh, it, it's a little sweeter, but I like the burn of the Coke, especially after you eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ice cream float. Coke floats. I Not together. You got to drink it after you eat the ice cream. Okay. I All don't right. know. It does something to your taste buds, and that burn just feels good to me. It feels good. Yeah. I love it. Well, look, you heard from Paulo here, my ooze. Hey, Coca-Cola after vanilla ice cream or any ice cream? Any ice cream. Any ice cream. Oos, appreciate you so much for being part of the CO2 Rundown. Uh, where can they follow you again? Uh, Paulo underscore HNL Tattoo. That's or, on Instagram? Yes. And how can they book an appointment to get tattooed? Uh, you, you can text me at 808-927-7994 to book a consultation. And from there, we can get into the appointment process. Go, man. I'm telling you, book him. He's the best in the business. And um, not the best, 
but I try my best. Uh, uh, humble. Hey, tell them CO2 sent you. Aloha. Oos, thank you so much for, um, for taking some time out of your busy schedule, uh, away from your family to, to sit down with, uh, with us at the CO2 Rundown, man. Um, congratulations again. I know how hard you worked from day one. I know why you worked so hard. Um, and you know what, just, just as I'm on the topic of, you know, I think I made mention of in the interview, but I just want to say congratulations again to, to my nephew, Blaze Manabe, who recently uh, graduated from the police academy. He's on the, the road now. He's, uh, he's an officer, Officer Manabe. Wow. Um, congratulations, man. And, and Us, I know you're so extremely proud of Blaze and that accomplishment. And again, congrats. Uh, H&L Tattoo, guys. Make sure you guys go check him out. He's booked. Like I said in the interview, if you, if you didn't get a chance to see it all, he's booked all the way until January. So hit him up. Get yourself in. He is the best in the biz. Man, um, tough, tough blow, man, to the Golden State Warriors. Klay Thompson, who is just recovering from his ACL tear uh, and was, you know, slated to, to be back. He was looking extremely well, uh, according to coaches. Um, man, just tore his Achilles tendon. That means he's going to be out for this year again and in total, closing in on probably like three years out of the game, right? That's a year and a half, year and a half. Um, you, know, you know, injuries are part of sports. But, you know, it's, it's just sad, man, because I've been there. I've, ha I haven't, I've had an ACL tear. I broke my foot. And, you know, I've seen guys that have worked hard and got back-to-back -back in injuries. And it's just, I know the struggle. I know the grind is extremely tough mentally. So um, prayers out to... Clay Thompson, um, you know, I know it's in him to come back. A lot of players, uh, I've talked about OBJ, right? Uh, guys, just if it's in you to come back, and I, I don't know it is, right? Because initially, when it happens, it's, we all know the initial thought, man. It's like, <clears throat> why? I just worked hard. I just came back from this knee injury, you know, you start playing the mind games, but after days go by and time goes on, like, I think, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll start to realize that, look, I, all right, this happened for a reason. Uh, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to rehab this. Maybe, there, maybe there's more that I have to do in my body. Maybe there's more that I got to take care of to, to, to be more than ready. So, you know, positive thinking goes a long way, guys. So, um, I know I'm talking on and on about this, but I just, I just, I feel for Clay Thompson, man, and, and, and his family, and, you know, because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy making it and becoming a pro athlete, uh, and it's definitely even harder to stay there and to be the elite and to be the best, and he is one of the best shooters in the game, you know, and I'm pretty sure he still has more goals and things that he wanted to achieve as a player, and, um, you know, I just hope that he can you know, get a successful surgery and come back from this injury um, better than he's ever been in his, in his entire life. So good luck, brother. Uh, rooting for you. And before the show ends, I just want to give you a friendly reminder that Long's Drugs is hosting its Flu Shot Express tomorrow 
at the Pro Ridge Center office building next to Big City Diner and the old Toys R Us. Make sure to go get your flu shots. They are also giving out swag bags. Oh, get yourself a swag bag after you get your flu shot. And um, remember, staying healthy during these times are the most important thing you can do. Make sure you guys are eating right, taking care of your body. And that is it for the CO2 rundown today, guys. I want to thank you all for tuning in on this Aloha Friday. Enjoy your weekend, right? Work hard during the week. Relax a little bit during the weekend. Some of you work through the weekend. But even if you do, find some time to, to enjoy, right? Find some time to wind down and relax and recharge. You know where I'm going to be at. You know what I do to recharge. I'm in them barrels. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you again to our sponsors for making the CO2 rundown possible. Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs. Guys, aloha.